In today's episode, I'm going to share a story about how I was teaching my son, and at the same time, God was teaching me. Welcome to the Dad the Man podcast. If you want more influence with your kids, connection with your wife, and purpose in your life, then you are in the right place. We share conversations with the world's greatest, as well as lessons from the Bible and my own personal experiences. I'm Brendan Wall, and I'm your host. I am married with four kids. I am not the guy with all the answers, but I am in search of them. I want to personally thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you. All right, fellas, welcome back to the show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. What I have for you today is a solo episode, and I'm really excited to share this one. So I had an experience recently with my four-year-old son where I was tuned in, really working hard to teach him this lesson around the circumstance, this event that happened. And I found out that in the process of me trying to teach him that God was teaching me. So I want to tell that story. I want to share that with you. So I hope this serves you well. So I'm going to jump right in and I'm going to set the scene by talking about one of my favorite movies to help illustrate the point. So one of my favorite movies ever is The Pursuit of Happiness. I think everybody probably knows this movie. It's the remarkable story of Chris Gardner played by Will Smith. And it's the story of his unlikely rise from divorce and homelessness to Wall Street success. And all the while, he's got this adorable little boy, his, his son, attached to his hip the whole way. And it's a movie that meant so much more to me after watching it as a dad. To see him do what he did against all odds with his son by his side, it's a remarkable story. Now, there is a scene in that movie where Chris Gardner, again, portrayed by Will Smith, they're, they're on this basketball court, and he's standing there with his son, and they're shooting around, they're having a good time. Neither one of them, clearly, they're not very good at basketball. But he says something to the effect of, son, I was no good at basketball, I'm no athlete, and you probably won't be either because the apple usually doesn't fall too far from the tree. I don't want you spending too much time on this. Now, discouraged... The little boy takes his ball, he slams it down, he packs it up and mopes over to the corner and just sits down and hangs his head in his hands. Just absolutely heartbroken, right? Now, Chris Gardner, the main character, he realizes in that moment he messed up. And you can tell in the scene, as the words are coming out of his mouth, you can almost see it on his face. This is not it. This is, this is not the way to handle this. I've made a mistake. But he pauses. He takes a beat, takes a deep breath, and he walks up to his son and he says, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Not even me. If you've got a dream, you've got to protect it. People can't do something themselves and they want to tell you that you can't do it. If you want something, go get it, period. It's a powerful scene. Such a great father-son moment. I mean, to see, just to see the dad in, in the moment make a mistake recognize it, not beat himself up about it, take that beat, come back and redeem himself and teach his son this like hallmark lifelong cornerstone type of lesson, right? It's just, it's awesome. Great scene. So recently I had a similar but far less cinematic example of this scenario happen with my four-year-old son. So a couple weekends ago, we were at the lake, we we're fishing on the dock, um, just to set the scene, it's my six-year-old and my four-year-old, a couple of their cousins. 
we've got a couple of brim poles, so small fishing poles and a couple buckets of worms. And I'm standing there and I'm just the bait guy. I put the worm on, they drop it in the water, they catch the fish. I take it off. We all laugh and take pictures. And it's just, it's a great scene. You know, it's, it, you really can't draw it up a whole lot better. So my oldest son, my six-year-old, he's standing there on one side of the dock. The water's a little bit deeper and he's catching brim one after the other. I'm telling, I'm putting worm on the hook. He's dropping it in the water. He's lifting it up with a fish on. And again, we're, all, we're just, we're having a good time. My four-year-old son is on the other side of the dock, which is much closer to shore. The water's about a foot deep and he wasn't catching a thing, nothing. And I was trying to help him I'm saying, Hey buddy, why don't you come over here? The water's deeper. You'll catch more. Look, your brother's catching them over here. You come over here and catch them. I promise you're not catching anything over there. And he says, no, thanks, dad. I'm going to catch one right here. He didn't. My six-year-old son reels in another fish and I'm going, come on, buddy. You won't catch anything over there. It's not going to happen. The water's too shallow. Come over here. Are you, you're not going to catch anything. I'm going to catch one right here. He says, it's my six-year-old son reels in another fish. The cycle continues. Time goes by. Bait's starting to run low. My four-year-old son still hasn't caught anything, and he wants to. He's dying to catch something, but he refuses to listen to me tell him that he won't catch anything in the shallow water where he was. So finally, after over an hour of standing there in a foot of water, right where I told him he would never catch anything, he caught one, and he was pumped. I told you I'd catch one right here. And you know, some people might look at that. They might hear this and they might think that little man is stubborn. Some people might call it stubborn. I'll call it conviction And the world. Damn sure needs more men that can stand by their convictions right now. Can I get an amen? Now in that moment, I thought of that scene from The Pursuit of Happiness. So I did my best impersonation of Will Smith playing Chris Gardner, and I got down to my son's level, and I put my arms around him, and I looked him right in the eye, and I said, buddy, I want you to remember catching this fish, and I want you to remember that right before you did, I told you that you would not. I am your dad, and I was wrong. You knew you could do it, and you did it. So I said, never let somebody tell you that you can't do something. Not me, not your mom, not your friends, not your grandparents, no one. If you know you can do it and God has put it on your heart, then you do it. Exactly like you just did catching that fish. You know, it, it goes to show just how opportunities to teach our kids. They're, they're everywhere. They're, they exist in our day-to-day -day lives around every single corner. Everything could be a lesson if we're in the game enough. And, you know, I really believe it's our job as dads to recognize these gifts. My son, again, people might say he's stubborn. He's got conviction, and that's a gift. So I think it's our job as dads to recognize these gifts, these talents, these convictions in our kids. And when we see it, when we see the light within them, we must do everything that we can not to put it out, but to help it shine, to let it shine. Just sometimes we just got to get out of the way and let it shine. Now, I hope he remembers this lesson. He's four. He may, he may not. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. I, I hope he remembers the lesson, but honestly, I think I needed it more. You know, our kids are like mirrors, and if we pay attention and we keep our heads in the game and we're willing to down that dose of humility on a regular basis, it is amazing what we can learn in the pursuit of teaching them. 
Let me rephrase that. It's amazing what God will teach us as we teach our kids. And man, I needed that lesson that day. And that lesson, to be clear, is not about proving others wrong. It's about proving God right. Despite the noise around him, my son stood his ground with conviction, with an unshakable faith that he was going to catch a fish in one foot of water. And he did. In this world we live in, in a world that is loud, God whispers. And when we hear him, we'd be wise to listen, to obey. And that requires conviction. Acting on faith requires conviction. But we all know what it looks like in today's world. We hear that whisper. We feel that divine light within us. You may call it a gut feeling, a sign, a vision, a dream. I don't care what you call it. I call it God's whisper. And that whisper can be hard to hear sometimes amidst the noise of the world that we live in. And it requires our full attention to hear it. That's why prayer is so darn important. Maybe there's something that you feel called to do. Maybe there's a a person you feel called to serve, a direction you feel called to pursue, a habit or advice you know you should kick. Maybe it's just a single step that you feel called to take. You don't know the full vision. You don't see the full path, but you see a step before you that you know you need to take. That's the whisper. But sometimes it's, it's scary to act on it because we hear the noise also. And the noise is often the opinions of those around us. It's, it's pushback. It's questions. It's criticism. We feel self-doubt. We worry about judgment. There's worry itself and fear and political correctness and public opinion. And what could go wrong if I do this? And what is so-and-so going to think about it? And it's the noise. And that noise is loud and it's scary and it clouds our judgment. But... It takes conviction in our faith to act on the quiet whisper rather than the noise. Because that noise, it's so much louder than the whisper. And it's so much easier to hear than the whisper. And it's so much, air quotes, safer than the whisper. Maybe it's more socially acceptable or politically correct or widely accepted than the whisper. But that whisper, that is the voice of God. It's our direct line for divine direction, and it requires our full attention to even hear it in the first place, and it certainly requires our conviction to act on it. Conviction like my four-year-old son had catching that brim in one foot of water while I'm standing there telling him that he won't do it and his brother's catching fish over there. There was plenty of noise, but he stood there, and he had faith, and he acted on it with conviction, He had that unshakable faith and he caught himself a fish in a foot of water. I'll be darned. I pray for a focus in my prayer and my relationship with God that is required to hear his whisper. And I pray for the conviction and the courage and the faith to act on it when I hear it. I pray that I'll always be a dad that recognizes my kids' God-given gifts, fuels their God-given convictions, and helps them shine the light in this world that only They can shine, and I pray for the same for you as well. I love you guys. I want to thank you so much again for tuning in. Until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See ya.